Today we reviewed Manimal, a television show from 1983. Jonathan Chase is a British college professor at New York University who has an unusual ability to transform into any animal he wants. Today we review the pilot episode. He decides to use his powers to assist the New York Police Department in solving unusual crimes, and in this series pilot, he teams up with a cute cop Brooke and war buddy Ty to stop some terrorists from stealing a supply of toxic gas. Welcome to Torture Vision. She killed it. She killed it. Oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't for it to kill it. <laughs> I, I just wanted it to be quiet. It was, it was a baby. She, she smothered her own baby. You son of a bitch. Why did you make me remember that? Hi, my name is Anthony Dinar, and this is my co-host Brandon Hayes. Hello. And today we're talking about Jonathan Chase, which is in Manimal. Um... I know you heard me correctly, manimal, like animal, man, animal. I know it's dumb, but uh, so this guy has a special ability to transform into any animal that he wants. Um, but he's like a pre- precious little bitch that complains and says that he's a curse. That he's Jesus cursed Christ. with this ability. <laughs> he said that like one time. He mentioned. She said it was a big deal to hear him say that. What he, a- she mentioned that. Uh, you know, it could be a great asset, he said, or a curse. He uh, wasn't like, oh, my God. It's, I, I feel I'm, so bad for him. It's not like it's werewolf. terrible being manimal. He wasn't like, <laughs> he wasn't brooding and goth about it. You're, yeah. you're turning it into something extreme. Whatever. It does the fact that he could say it's a curse. It's not like it's the full moon comes out and he turns into a werewolf or something like that. It's clearly at his discretion when and what he turns into, and how fast, even, too. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. So, like like I said, the main character can turn into any animal that he wants, but he loves the Black Panther. Like, that's, that's like, his thing, I guess. Right. Well, realistically, the show only has so many real animals that uh, they have on, on set. Yeah, and like that's kind of a animals. bitch too. Yeah, to like right. film and this everything. Is, this is all before CGI. They have to use real things. Yeah, and like the the animals would be in a situation where like they would have to interact with people. Like they would have they're attacking in one scene, and yet like you said, they're using real animals. Like I don't care if I'm an extra or the main star. Like as soon as you tell me that like I have to pretend to be attacked by a lion like a real life lion or tiger like I'm out I'm done like there, no show is worth it especially like a piece of shit uh, sitcom it's not a sitcom a sitcom is situation comedy this is not a comedy this is a, a drama or an action I, series I laughed a lot but <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it wasn't supposed to be funny it was supposed to be serious no they were they were playing it straight yeah. Uh, th- a lot of the times, the uh, the panther or whatever animal was being used wasn't attacking the person. They would um, it would like stare the person down, and then that person would faint, or they'd make a quick cutaway so you wouldn't see the the aftermath of what was happening. So um, maybe they they had the same concerns. A lot of people, a lot of actors and actresses wouldn't uh, willingly get attacked <laughs> by these animals. So. So. I totally understand. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, are there any rules to this universe? Like, uh, 
how he can turn into them. Like, does he have to, you know, touch a panther before he can turn into a panther or something? Uh, I think it, they show in his his mansion. Eventually, you go down to like the bat cave version of his mansion, yeah. where he's got a bunch of animals there. He's got a panther and. And he's got just, an awesome salary working for the police department. He can right. afford that. He, uh, I, I think maybe the idea, it wasn't explained at all, but I think maybe it was implied that he had those animals and then, like, he was studying them so that he could become them. Maybe? I, I don't know. That's I don't what I thought. Maybe that's why he had a Black Panther in captivity. Yeah, so, so he that, can behave more like a Black Panther. Yeah, yeah just study it learn its ways like okay so he works for the police department but he's not a detective or a cop he's like a teacher he's a professor for what was it again um uh like the he teaches animal psychology at the police station and he pretends to know like he like he pretends to be a waiter or he is also a waiter and like in another scene, he's like a zookeeper because he has the keys to open like the padlock to get the like the animals out. So like he's got a lot of jobs. Like maybe nah. that's how he affords to pay for all this like crazy zoo shit his, in his, his house. His real job, what he gets a paycheck for, is uh, is the cop thing, is being uh, a psychologist for the police department or wh- whatever he is. I can't and they, a waiter they, and a zookeeper. No, no, no. <laughs> That when he was a waiter, I think he just stole some waiter's uniform and then went in there, pretended to be a waiter, and uh, just wasn't caught by the staff. Like, who are you? <laughs> um, the same with the, uh, like, he broke into the zoo. It was obviously late at night. He probably just broke in, stole the keys, and then that's how he unlocked yeah, all the Yeah, they don't pets. show you that, so, like, I, you're just supposed to put that together. I'm going to say he works for the zoo. He had the key. And I'm going to say he's a waiter, because if he wasn't, he would have just turned into a mouse or a rat if he or was a... something, and he could have just spied on the people that he was, like, spying on in the, in the restaurant. If he was a waiter, that was his real job, he was only there for two seconds to serve uh, some women some dessert, which he did horribly. He made a huge <laughs> mess. He insulted the woman he was serving by calling her fat, essentially. <laughs> and then And then he left. So... <laughs> You, you think that he's still got that job? If that's really his job, you think he still has it? He hasn't been fired? He shouldn't. Yeah, he should have been fired. He shouldn't have the job anymore because he's a horrible waiter. <laughs> no, look, I'll buy the fact that he can change into different animals, but I'm not buying this multiple job thing. <laughs> that's, that's bullshit. Okay, so let's talk about the animals then. So he, he turns into a panther, right? And it takes a long time, like... Like, they spent money on making this transition scene, and they're going to make sure you watch it again and again and again. And it's long. Like, I should have timed it. It's like, it literally takes maybe 45 seconds to uh, maybe a minute to, like, go through just the scene where his hand turns into a panther. I think altogether, if you took... Uh, all the transformation scenes and you took all his like heavy panting where we know he's going to start transforming you take all these scenes like that um, it was probably collectively 15 minutes yeah would you say out <clears throat> I would of an ag- hour show I would agree with that and uh, and he has to really focus because at one like particular part of the episode he gets like knocked out um, incapacitated uh, actually it's like sleeping gas and because he can't focus on it, then he reverts back to his human form. 
And right. um, and so like it really is about focus. It, he has to really focus on turning into whatever animal he has to turn into, and that's why it takes so long. But yet, in other scenes, like he'll go from like uh, whatever human form to to bird form or panther form, and it's like that he's done. Right. And then like. Like that doesn't. That Who, doesn't you wanted explain. more transformation scenes? <laughs> no, is that what you're complaining about? No, but like they they establish that it takes time, but yet like he's being chased by that cop in the beginning, and then they go down in an alley, and all of a sudden he's like a person again. And not only is he a like a human form, which like that's like the, the the discussion and debate right now, like how he goes so fast. Like he also is dressed like he was before he transformed, which is is bullshit. I'm thinking like like that's that's gotta be like where are his clothes? Like they, well, they stay down like on the ground or whatever. But no, later on they show you that they rip. He right, actually rips his clothes off to turn into whatever he's turning into. They uh every transformation scene, if you're watching a werewolf movie or any kind of thing like this, um the clothing's always a big issue. You're watching the incredible Hulk, you know, yeah. you see him like rip his shirt and then um, then when he comes back, like to to Bruce Banner form, he's he's normal. You know, maybe he has a shirt on again or whatever. Like it, that's always an issue. But yeah, I did notice like when he turns into um, an animal, his the back of his shirt rips. Yeah, and then now Over. he's a now he's a naked animal, which you know that Makes looks sense. perfect. And yeah. then and then when he reverts back to uh, human form, not only does he have his clothes, but they're perfectly mended. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, every time he's he's just walking around in regular daytime and, he, like, he snags his pants or something, tears, tears uh, like, a hole in his pocket, he probably transforms and then transforms back to human <laughs> just, just for a quick men job. While, while we were waiting, he, like, transformed into a silkworm and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> spun the silk, fixed the clothes. Like, right. are we supposed to believe that? Like, it takes him forever to, to transform into whatever animal and then, like, two seconds to go into silkworm, fix his clothes, <laughs> be the tailor, and then he's back to human form before the cop, like, can turn the corner. It's, it's nonsense. Right. Well, I like how... Um eventually not that we really have to get too deep into the plot of this but um uh Jonathan Chase the manimal he teams up with this uh detective Brooke who um i guess is the love interest of the show and she doesn't quite know that she's he's, just desperate <laughs> yeah, she she doesn't quite know that he's um he's the manimal but she's got a, a kind of idea that he can transform so she's like She's in his uh, in his home, and she makes her her way down to his uh, his little bat cave lair, and she uh, she finds a book that says, you know the the what was it called? It was like the the diary of Jonathan Chase, a tale of transformation. Or yeah, something. it was way too much information <laughs> on the cover of this book, yeah. and she starts reading it, and we get a flashback, and I'm thinking, oh, this will be cool because this will tell the origin story of Manimal tell how he got his powers and no no we don't learn anything yeah it's just it shows the first time he ever transformed into an animal in front of his uh his friend tyrone yeah like like they were uh, prisoners of war or something and right. he turns into the panther doesn't explain how no it... in in one throwaway sentence they said something like perhaps like his father had it and like it passed down like genetically or something <laughs> 
Um, but you, when they go into the flashback, it has nothing to do with that. They yeah, don't we, establish it. We should have maybe met his father. Yeah, I mean, and his come father on. telling him like, "Hey, when you turn eighteen, you're gonna get this power. <laughs> you can perv out on all the neighbors all you want." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should talk about that. Um, what in in a scene where he 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 likes to transform into animals so that he can. Uh, get close to uh, people, get close to criminals, and, and overhear their conversations. And um, in one scene, he breaks into a woman's house. This woman is like a big, like a mob boss type person. Yeah, she's all and, super rich, and she's probably, what, 50? Yeah, 50, 55, something like that. Yeah. And um, he breaks into her home and turns into just a little white kitten. And It's a uh, full-grown cat. Is it? Okay, yeah. well, fine. And, I'm splitting uh, hairs for no doesn't, reason. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then then she gets out of the shower, and um, he jumps right on top of her. And she uh, scares her. He, he, she drops her towel, so now she's completely naked. Um, but then she, she ends up getting a ro- She puts on a robe, and she picks up the cat, and she's holding the cat. And uh, it, then she gets on the phone with her criminal buddies and she's like oh this is so crazy this uh this, someone's like the neighbor's cat must have gotten into my my home it's like really are you gonna be that calm about that maybe like, her windows be... are open or something i don't uh, know i would be furious but while... she seemed like a bitch so it seemed like she would have a major problem like oh yeah she accepted it too easy she's gonna draft up the paperwork and sue her neighbors because that's what rich like spoiled bitches do okay well maybe that's what she's, <laughs> she's being awful nice to the cat she's got the cat sitting on her lap and she's in a robe she just got out of the shower right which is once again this this is jonathan chase this is not just a normal cat right so then in one scene we see that the cat has stuck his head right into her her robe like directly into her chest (laughs) the cat is motorboating her and she's it's like you have you no shame (laughs) none whatsoever they they cut to another scene and then, like, her talking. They go back, and the, and fucking Jonathan Chase's head in cat form is still in her fucking tits. <laughs> and then and then when he turns back into human later on, he's talking to his friend Tyrone. Tyrone says, did you find out any information? Or or he said he sets him up for some kind of joke where Jonathan replies, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a dirty cat. Dirty like, pussy cat. Like, he's all proud of what he did. He's <laughs> proud that he assaulted, sexually assaulted this older woman. In this pilot episode, he, like, he, he, he like, violates her, um, and then also, like, uh, Brooke, the, the girl cop in the show, the detective or whatever, like, uh, she passes out because, um... Of like a, a dumb scene. I don't, it's there's a long, so many. convoluted thing. Yeah, but. he undresses her and puts her in his robe. So like she realizes, like, hey, you undressed me because like I'm wearing your clothes, your robe, and uh, and he's again a total perv about it. But she doesn't care because I guess she wants to get some. No, no, no. She's she's upset for two seconds. She's like, where are my clothes? What? How did you do this? You know, like why'd you strip me down naked? <laughs> and um, he says something like, uh, "When when someone's unconscious, you should never let them lie in bed with clothing on." Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, and and he says it with a smirk, like like he knows he did wrong. Yeah, because he knows he he's like, he's, "I'm a doctor." He pulls that line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a doctor. You can, doctors can still assault you. Yeah, and in fact, they lose their license and go to jail. 
fucker. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, you know, 83 when you could still completely sexually harass women in the workplace and get away with it. So yeah. she just laughs it off like, oh, I've been assaulted. It was fun. Yeah. And back to the uh, the transformation thing, I thought it was interesting that, like, he can turn into any animal regardless of size. So, like, he's a big cat, like a panther, right? That makes sense because, like, a human being is kind of like a big animal, right? The weight ratio isn't isn't that different. Right. Yeah. But then he turns into a bird that's, like, it's like probably, yeah, five pounds or something like that. And then, like, a, a cat. Like, like, so there's no... There's no limit on what he can turn into. He, <laughs> Which is funny because we said if he wants to sneak up on people, he doesn't need to uh, pretend to be a waiter or anything. Yeah. Like, turn into a mouse. Be a fly. Hell, yeah, turn into a fly. How, how small can you get? We, we know it's not limited to just mammals. Right. It can be, like, whatever he wants, any kind of animal. I mean, maybe it's any kind of insect, too, but... Yeah, yeah. Since it's not like restricted to yeah being a mammal, like he could be a reptile or whatever he wants. So yeah, like why why not why stop there? Why don't you be like like an insect, something really small? Um, but then I guess that takes away the tension, and like he doesn't get the chance to make the fat joke to that bitch in the restaurant. Like, oh, you could just, you know, you could use two and a half, three servings, like you fat cow. Like it's like Jesus Christ. Like like he's. He's such a perv, like, he doesn't want anything to do with her because she's, like, fat and ugly in his mind. <laughs> so, um, uh, like, the the girl cop, Brooke, there's, like, one scene where, like, the whole episode is revolving around these people, like, selling or trading guns and explosives. And, right, and at one point they have uh, toxic gas. Yeah. Well, it's more like, like sleeping gas because you only get knocked out for a little bit well the the summary says toxic gas oh whatever so <laughs> she like she goes in there one police officer it's not a formal raid nothing she has no warrant she decides to go in the warehouse with a revolver that like is a five shot six shot best revolver snub nose and tiny uh, little gun when everyone's got uh automatic weapons and yeah whatnot. like like uzis and shit and uh they they maybe like 12 people at the least are in this warehouse if not more and she's gonna take them all out with her five measly shots well like, in, in all fairness to her in the very beginning of the episode she went into a warehouse and she completely demolished it she went in there blind just had her tiny little gun and that's it but then she ended up throwing a grenade at that, um, <laughs> yeah, that's I guess, I was like, exploded other boxes of grenades. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you meant, like, the second time she went into the warehouse. Because the first time, she blew up the whole warehouse. So she's probably thinking the second time, like, I'm hot shit. Yeah. I, can, I can go, I can take out this A warehouse. fucking no Rambo, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... It was awful police work. She yeah. should have been fired. It, you know when the, the angry uh, police chief is, like, talking to the, the renegade cop. He's like, I've had it with your rogue ways. Yeah. Like, you just destroyed two city blocks. <laughs> it's always, like, ridiculous. But this actually happened. Yeah. And her police chief didn't yell at her at all. No. Like, this is the one time I was expecting, like, oh, it's actually warranted. Let's see the angry police chief <laughs> scene. Because she just destroyed a huge building, like, all, all the, the evidence. evidence. <laughs> <laughs> she probably killed a couple goons, too. 
<laughs> innocent no. bystanders. The doesn't owner even of the get warehouse. Any, <laughs> she doesn't even get any sort of slap on the wrist like, you know what, you're you're suspended with pay for a couple days. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the last thing I would do if I was in that warehouse, like, there's boxes or crates and crates and crates full of guns and explosives, like, and toxic gas, apparently. <laughs> um, the last thing I would do is get a grenade out of one of those boxes and throw it in the warehouse and not leave. Like, that, I would be so afraid that, like, how do you know that you're not in the grenade section? Like, that whole place would explode and you're fucking dead. Like, she she should have died in that scene, but, again, you wouldn't have a TV show, so here we are. No, she's just the worst cop, and I like that uh, one of the scenes in the very beginning, sort of, uh, she she's trying to take pictures of these bad guys who she's been following, um, but she doesn't have a camera of her own, so she's just like, I'm just going to confiscate the camera <laughs> from somebody who's taking pictures in the park. And, um, and then she... Uh, as she's taking pictures, the bad guys notice that she's taking pictures of him. So uh, the uh, one of the bad guys says to the other, make sure she doesn't leave this park with that camera. Uh, we don't want to be on film. <laughs> All the police stations in the United States are trying to identify me. Make yeah. sure she doesn't get out with that camera. So the bad guy <laughs> goes after uh, Brooke, and uh, he successfully snatches the camera out of her hands and starts to run. Because she's holding it, like, above her shoulders. She, yeah, she's like, making it super easy for him to take. Stupid bitch. So then then he um, he takes the camera and starts to run. So in order to catch up with him, she steals the boy's bike. The, the same boy <laughs> who's with his father or grandfather. Who like, just the had same, their camera yeah. stolen. <laughs> now, they got, now they're missing a camera and a bike. Yeah. Apparently and, when you're a cop, you can just confiscate anything. Yeah. And, she doesn't uh, even, at this point, she's not even like, I need this bike for police, like, you know, no. service or whatever. Like, she, she just, just takes it. And uh, she's running after him, and he just, he takes his briefcase and just smacks her in the <laughs> face with it. It was hilarious. <laughs> she falls right off the bike and passes out. Yeah. And then that's when uh, Jonathan Chase, who's a bird in bird form, uh, like, comes down and, like, takes the camera from the bad guy and then he flies and drops the camera that still has the film in it. We've established. We even rewatched that scene twice, so that way we can like, is is the film still there? Yeah, it's still in the camera. He doesn't give it to the girl, but that's okay because she's she's on the ground and hurt with a head wound. Yeah, she's passed out. And so the bird drops it for the kid to catch, and he doesn't catch it. It hits the ground, breaks the camera. <laughs> yeah. Presumably the film is destroyed now, too, maybe. Maybe it got exposed when the camera broke. Well, they, they did, like, develop those pictures. Oh, did they? But they said that they were shit. So maybe, like, yeah, they got, like, double exposure or something and ruined <laughs> the film. But then Manimal flies away. Like, he swooped down, scared the bad guy. So the bad guy trips. And then he takes the camera. But the bad guy's still, like, other than the little trip, it's still perfectly fine. Yeah. And then Manimal just flies away. Well, what's to keep this bad guy from, like, beating the crap out of Brooke? Yeah, killing her. But we don't, we just pretend, like, oh, problem solved. And then the next scene, everything's good again. Yeah. And, like, he, he, when he drops the camera for the little boy, the camera's in walking distance of the bad guy. So the bad guy could just realistically, like fucking push over that little kid take the camera <laughs> shoot the cop and then get away because then there's like you know no witnesses from the police side anyways like you have civilians but whatever they don't know anything 
Um, it was it was total garbage. It was bad police work. Um, but I, I just like how police can take whatever they want. Like they could take you know a cab. Like he's like I'm not paying for this cab ride. Like you know this is official business. Like you need to follow this other cab. Um, you know the the camera, the bike. They just take whatever the fuck they want in this universe. Right. So at the very end of the episode, the uh, there's there's been one guy, one like mobster guy or whatever, who's been calling all the shots, um, the master criminal, and uh, he's been in his pool pretty much the entire episode, just lounging in the pool <laughs> and um, doing business over the phone while he's in the pool. Yeah. Right, and and so uh, there's there's some sort of um, comments like, is he gonna get away, or you know like, are we ever gonna be able to catch him? And I think uh, Jonathan Chase is like, yeah, you know, like, leave it to me, or, like, that's already covered, something like that. Yeah. Something along those lines. So when you see this this guy in the pool, uh, you then see Jonathan Chase coming toward him in shark form. <laughs> you and just the see the fin, yeah. Yeah, the criminal starts to scream, and then freeze frame, credits, and that's the end of the episode. So are we <laughs> supposed to assume that... That uh, Jonathan Chase ate this guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's killer. definitely dead, right? Yeah, I would, I would say that Jonathan Chase is a murderer. Okay, yeah, and he's the good guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a murderer. He's um, a pervert. Yeah, <laughs> a sexual assailant. Um, yeah, he's he's not really the best cop. <laughs> he's not even a cop. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't even, even have the uh, the ability to do what cops do because he's <laughs> technically a professor. Yeah, a cursed professor. Uh, <laughs> there's there's only one one more note I have on on my sheet here, and that's the scene where, uh, like the fucking Brooke, she she grabs a snake because she thinks that it's uh, Jonathan Chase, and uh, when she realizes that it's not him, and she actually grabbed a snake, um, she like passes out, but she's still holding the snake. <laughs> Well, that actress wasn't going to let go of that snake, even if it was devenomed. Yeah. <laughs> so she didn't want to get bit by it. Yeah. Do you think that was a real snake that she was holding in that nah, I Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Anyways, <laughs> um, so that's uh, that's this pile of shit. Um, uh, I'm going to rate this. Uh, what do you think, Brad? I'm saying this is good. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking kidding. Oh, no, this is you're, good. You're doing this on purpose. I love this show. No. <laughs> It's awesome show. There should have been more episodes. Okay, so regardless what you feel about the <laughs> film, like, what do you think we should rate it for the audience? Good. No way! <laughs> you're fucking kidding! I'm being difficult because I know you're going to say abortion, and so I'm saying good so that we have to compromise it bad, which is where it probably should realistically be is bad. Yeah, no, I would, I would say it, it is bad, yeah. Not because of you and your stupid fucking <laughs> psychology there. And uh, enjoy our clip of the show. Thanks. And how did I get in this bed? Well, I carried you, of course. You carried me? Mm-hmm. What happened? Please. A gentleman never tells tales. Not amusing. Now, if you'll excuse me. <laughs> what is this? Oh, it's my robe. It's extremely unwise for anyone unconscious to wear clothing that is tight or binding. Well, I'm not unconscious now. Does that mean that you like to give it back? You're really enjoying this, aren't you? 